0: Good morning. Good morning. This is the Early Birds podcast, and today we have a special guest from the Texas Dallas Fort Worth area, Major Singleton, sir. How you doing today?
1: Good, man. Jonathan, it's good to have. Uh, good to be on with you. I'm, I'm honored that you'd invite me. Um, I'm, I respect you a lot, and I'm happy to be here with you.
0: the The feeling is mutual, my friend. So one thing about Major, guys, so he's in in Dallas, which means he's an hour behind, and right now. It is 6.40 a.m. Eastern, and it is 5.40 a.m. where Major is. So he's sitting there in the comfort of his home, it looks like, beautiful kitchen there. So I appreciate you jumping on. So Major's been in the broker space for about two years now. But prior to that, Major, obviously you had a pretty extensive uh, career, and I think that has a lot to do with you you waking up early, the discipline. So I kind of like you to talk about that discipline and what it took for you to be able to wake up like this, uh, just bright-eyed and bushy-tailed already this early in the morning.
1: Yeah, so I spent 23 years in the Navy, and that part was, uh, I think that was um, instrumental um, in me being intentional early in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I I had to get up early on many mornings, obviously, but um, as my career went on and, you know, you start getting wiser about things and you don't want to, uh, to rush into the day, I started getting up early. Um, having a cup of coffee, um, you know, probably, you know, it's my, by the way, my first cup of coffee, my second cup comes about nine thirty. Um, it's just a habit, um, called coffee life water. Um, but you know, I started doing that. And, um, I started just being more intentional with my mornings, um, and to get my day started and make sure I was
0: planning correctly for the day. I, I love that. And one of the things you talked about was being intentional when you wake up. And that's something I've been talking about on this, these seasons is okay, what does it mean to wake up early, right? Do you just wake up to wake up or do you have a purpose? We see so many people post on social media, right? Oh, I'm up and early. What are you actually getting accomplished? So, can you talk about the, that intentional meeting and how do you find intention for those kids, right? 17, 18, 19 year olds that maybe don't have that? How can you build intention?
1: Yeah. So, uh, my mornings are, um, so my, my alarm clock goes off at 5 a.m. every morning, um, and I'm uh, up out of bed. Um, I have about an hour um, before uh, my brother lives right down the street from me, so he comes over at 6, and we work out. So I have about an hour every single morning, so I have uh, time to reflect. I have a, uh, a system that I do. Um, I'm sitting right here right now with my notepad, um, I'll share with you what is on my notepad because it's the same thing, you know, basically every morning. Um, I, I go through steps, um, a five, four, three, two, one step. Um, the first thing is the five things that I must accomplish that day. Oh. Um, some things are, you know, carryovers from the previous day. Um, and it's something that I, I started doing because I never, not, I never want the, um, the urgent to overshadow the important. So, you know, it's, it's really, um, so we live in a, we are in a business where, you know, fires come up and, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, if, if you don't, if you don't handle change.
0: Oh. <laughs> so,
1: um, you know, I have the first thing is the top five things I must do that day. Um, and sometimes it's people I need to talk to or, um, or, or items I need to complete. Sometimes it's for that day. Sometimes it's for things that are going forward. Um, the next thing is four thoughts. Um, and they are, could be quotes that I want to reflect on. They could be, you know, just thoughts I had about the previous day and situations that happen and how I'm processing those thoughts. Um, as an individual, um, as a, as a growing individual. So they're, they're generally thoughts that I'm having, um, about things and they're one liners. Okay. So they're not like an essay or something like that. Um, you know, one of the things is things we talked about yesterday, things to remind myself, like we're building castles, not TVs, And that was a conversation that that we had yesterday. And it's just to remind myself that are just four general thoughts. Then there are three people, three people I want to make sure I talk to that day. Okay. Um, so it could be, um, you know, uh, could be a, a personal situation I need to reach out to somebody I haven't talked to in a while or you know uh, could be a realtor that I want to talk to could be a client that I know I want to specifically take some time to explain something to them or it could be somebody following up right now I have somebody on my list I need to follow up there in a uh, a credit repair situation or credit I don't want to say repair I say credit restoration mm-hmm. um and and I want to follow up with them just to encourage them um, and then the last thing is two things I want to do for my wife. Um, and it's not two big things. Um, I'll tell you, she's
0: not down here. So one of the things on here today is slow dance with my wife. Oh my so, God. Uh, so, you know, um, I'll take some
1: time out of my day. Just, this three days. Hey, look, uh, uh, you tell me you got your, uh, somebody's in the studio with your 17.
0: I, this, that's, this is heavy stuff, man. This is heavy. This is, this is heavy. Is so, it, no, it's, it's uh, amazing.
1: Um and the last one is gratitude. One thing I'm grateful for. Um and I just write one thing I'm grateful for. Um I usually take about probably uh 15 minutes to write out that list. Um this is also my time to pray. Um I I pray over that list and, and sometimes when I'm praying I'll get something. I'm I'm a I'm a Jesus guy. So sometimes uh uh God will tell me to do something or reveal something to me and I need to scratch something off that list and write something else down, um, or touch some of my top five, some, some memory comes to me as I'm praying, um, or the people that I need to reach out to, I, I, somebody comes to my mind as I'm praying, and I need to scratch somebody out, because I only have three people on that list. Okay, that doesn't mean I'm not gonna get to more people, but I have a top three um, that, for that day. Um, and some, sometimes we we'll get bumped down the list, and we'll catch up on it tomorrow. So that's where, that's my format for my
0: morning we can end the podcast right here, Rami. With that, I'm serious. That's the best life advice I think I've the 54321. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Um that's the most dialed in morning routine that I've heard in in many many years. So thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for sharing that. That is incredibly special and I I um hey, I I want to roll that out to, to the company. So please leave a note of that. I think that's the beautiful, beautiful thing. So thank you for sharing that with us, major. You know, you, you talked about, uh, you talked about prayer and you know, the, the older I get, I, I kind of talked to you briefly when we met in Vegas, been getting back into my faith, uh, met with, you know, this incredible human being. who's also a realtor, also a good friend of mine. Now, his name's Justin Ford being getting closer to my priest. He's, he's, I'm getting back into the faith, man, you know, and I, I have, and I've been praying and I've been reading the Bible again and myself growing up a Jesus man, you know, as well, and sometimes deter a little bit from that. Um, what what does faith mean to you that throughout your journey? You know, you talked about 23 years uh, ex-military, now on this new path to obviously what you're doing, entrepreneurship. How has faith played a role in there? And have you ever seen yourself shy away from your faith? And how do you bring yourself back to that?
1: Yeah, man, I mean, we, could, we can have, like, a series of, of <laughs> podcasts on the times I've strayed away, um, you know, but it hasn't always been like that. But I think it's important to be grounded and be purposeful. Um, I believe that we are all created in the image of God, um, and as we are created in the image of God, um, we have to be able to see other people created in the image of God also. Um, and I don't want people to get distracted by, you know, me seeing me saying Jesus or you saying mm-hmm. your priest or all of that stuff. I don't want people to get distracted by that. The the fact of the matter is we are we are we are spiritual beings having a earthly experience. So, you know, we have to consistently connect with um, with the spirit of, of something, the spirit of, you know, there is a source um, that chooses that that desires to download stuff into us for that day. Um, and you know, sometimes people will reach out to me and like, Major, how did you know um, to 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 do that, or how did you know that that was situation? I'll give you an example. Um, I was talking to a realtor yesterday, um, and first of all, I see my business as an extension of my, um, uh, my business is, is, an extension of my faith, mm-hmm. um, or the exercising of my faith in the earth. So I'm talking to a realtor on yesterday and, uh, and we're just talking, talking, talking. And I remember the previous morning, a thought just came to me. Okay. There was a, a, a couple of that we were trying to help buy a house and in And it was like four months ago, but they said, Hey, you know, this is this, the, the um, and I deal a lot with military buyers. And, uh, she said, Hey, I'm in Hawaii uh, where I do like 70% of my business. Um, and she said, Hey, I'm in Hawaii. My, my spouse to be does not get here till October. And, you know, she said, uh, I said, okay, great. And really, I mean, this happens sometimes we're not perfect she really fall, I fell out of my mind okay. um, yeah. and fell off the track or whatever. I did, I did not follow up with her appropriately. So I'm in the middle of this conversation. And, um, and I said, Hey, you know, uh, the realtor's name was Tyler. I said, Tyler, Hey, by the way, what happened to this other couple that we were, uh, that we were, you know, endeavoring to help get into a house? And um, he said, man, I don't know. Um, and, and, and um, I said, okay, cool. He said, I'm going to follow up with him. I said, okay, cool. If you follow up with him today, I'll try to reach out tomorrow. He calls them up, calls him back in 10 minutes. He's like, man, the husband just got to the uh, to the island two days ago. Now, if I would have not been taking time in my faith or in my quiet time in the morning to just reflect and just just clear my mind and sip my coffee, that I would have never given the opportunity for that download um, from my creator. So the time with my creator is going to produce income, okay, that I then produce income in the earth, and I then use that income to, um, to finance really other people's purpose in the earth. So it's a continuous cycle. And if you are not, maybe you're not a, maybe you're not a spiritual person. It's really, but there is a universe that desires to connect with you as an individual. There, there is a entity that desires to connect with you as an individual. So I recommend that people spend the time just quietly, not just doing, 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 but connecting to your, whatever source that is for you. I have a lot of friends who are Muslim. Um, and whatever source that is for you, connect with that source because there is, uh, that source desires to work in the earth, but that working in the earth only comes through working through people. 100%. So, so, um, so I think it's extremely important for all of us to disconnect to that source first thing in the morning.
0: And, you know, you said spiritually, and that is so powerful because I feel like there's always been forces. And I think if people really think about their life, right, um, and they look back, you you always remember there was those times where something's pulling you in a direction. And sometimes you either ignored it or sometimes you jumped on it and all of a sudden you're like, Must have been a coincidence. That's not a coincidence, right? And no, I think the, the older I've gotten, the more I've listened to those to those kind of like and then people are like, is it a voice? Is it I'm like, look, it, it comes at everybody differently. Some people hear a voice. That's not a problem. Some people mm-hmm. just feel it. Some people are just. Some people dream it. I. I personally sometimes dream it. That's just me, and I. I believe in it though. I don't think I'm crazy. I don't think I'm like going nuts. It's like, wait, there's a reason something is pushing me towards here. Why don't I at least go investigate a little bit? Let me just go take a look and find out, and maybe, maybe something happens from it. And more times than not, to your point, something does occur. And you know the other part that you mentioned finding your spiritual, you know, connection whether you know you're you're of the, the Islamic faith, whether you're of the Jewish faith, it doesn't matter. That spirituality is there and I'll tell you a quick story. The I remember when I found out and, and I was talking to my girlfriend, this is this is a couple years back now, probably 4 years ago now. And we're in our house, we were living in Las Vegas at the time and we're outside. And I remember making fun of my girlfriend for she was talking about uh the the, the, the your signs, right? Like a Virgo or Cancer or whatever. She's talking about all these astrological signs, and I'm like, babe, listen, like I don't believe in that, whatever, okay, Mercury's in, Mercury's in retrograde, fine, you know, whatever. So we're sitting there having this conversation, and my girlfriend says, well, let me ask you a question. I said, okay, sure. She, she said, how are the tides controlled? And I said, what do you mean? She goes, the tides, the tides here on Earth, how are they controlled? I said, the moon. She's like, well, if you know the moon controls the tides, and that's energy from the universe, wouldn't you think that energy is from all the other types of planets as well? And I looked at her and I was so lost. I didn't have a rebuttal. You know, it's kind of like when someone throws you, a, you just can't answer. And I just sat there and looked and I said, I literally hit her and looked at her. And I said, you're right. You're right. Like, I can't believe I've been thinking this my whole life when there is science that proves there's 100% energy from at least the universe. So if you don't believe in the spirituality of it, to your point, Major, the universe is there and it's telling you something. So you got to believe in that. And I think that's a big piece. I, I'm curious because I don't know much about your you know, past prior to being in the industry. And I'll talk about that shortly because it's been <laughs> only two short years for you and you found a bunch of success. But I'm, I'm, I am I'm, want to think about a, a 20-year-old Major Singleton for a second. And, what an idiot. And, <laughs> and, and I want to think about things that Major now is more likely where he's more open to that he wasn't open to as a 20, 21 year old that he wishes he may have been a little more open to back in the day.
1: I wish I would have been more open to the thoughts of other people. Um I wish I would have been more open to, um I mean, I grew up, I'll tell you, I grew up in a very uh, religious environment. Mm-hmm. Um And, you know um, that religious environment um, was good in some ways, and it was bad. Um, you know, we'll we'll sit down. One of the reasons that we moved to DFW, I mean, was you know basically in DFW in the DFW area, my family's back together again. Mm-hmm. So my brother moved from South Carolina, my sister moved from California, my mom was here in Texas. My mom, my mom moved from South Carolina uh, to Texas, um, and it was just a good uh, spot for us to kind of. Uh, reconvene and and you know have Sunday dinner every Sunday and everything and 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 destroy my diet every single week. <laughs> um, but you know I was uh, I wish I would have been more. I had more conversations with people about their upbringing because I wanted my upbringing and my understanding to um, I wanted to push that onto other people. Um, and now. I want to experience it with other people. Um, I want to uh, experience life with other people through their eyes. Um, and it's it's very easy to be idealistic um, in this world. But you have to understand that that person that you're interacting to came from a certain world with certain inputs um, and um, you know different ideas, different ideas about life, different ideas about God, different ideas um, about, you know, our relationship with God. Um, and I wish I, I, at being, being 42 now, I just wish that, you know, if I'm talking to the 20 year old me, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging the 20 year old me to experience life more, to experience people more. Um, and just, um, and don't try to be so forceful of saying my way is the way and you have to listen to what I have to say. Um, I just like now having conversations with people because the more conversations that you have, the more you realize that, yeah, you know what, we're, we're, we're a lot alike. You know, I have a very good uh, friend and, um, and realtor partner um, and she's, she's Muslim. Uh, she's from Pakistan. Um, a, a, wonderful, wonderful per, uh, person who we just like formed a, a great friendship with. Um, and, or my family's formed a friend, great friendship with, I think we bought, we we bought three houses with her. Um, so, you know, she's, she loves us. Yeah. <laughs> joking. I say that jokingly, but, you know, she's just a great person. Um, but the, the, the thing is, I, as I talked to her, I realized that, you know, in the Christian faith, We are often taught that anybody non-Christian is really against us. Um, And that's just a reality Mm -hmm. of what we are taught. And the more I start to talk to people, and it's really interesting because if you talk to somebody that's not your faith, you realize that when you get down to the nicks and cracks of it, they have children. They want the best for their children. Um, you know all of these things that they are that they're taught about Christians. You're taught about them. It's really things that really are not. I say really of God at all. Um, God is God of all, so He wants us to have a relationship with one another just to see the humanity in people. So I would say, twenty year old me, I I would tell them just to relax and have a lot more conversations and. Just experience people, love people as they are, um, and just don't make it so much about you.
0: I, I love that, man. The word relax, I think I've heard that more times than not over my last 10 years, for sure. <laughs> just relax, be patient, chill out. You know, I, I start to think, and it's so, the reason I was asking, too, um, we, we're starting to build our relationship, right? I, I feel like you and I were the last probably only five, six weeks um, yeah. just, just speaking, having conversations, being genuine, you know, meeting in Vegas was awesome. One of the things for me, it's always like, okay, cause I meet you now and I kind of get this, this, uh, I, I get this image of you, which is like, okay, here's everything I've gone through. Now this is like the man I'm going to be, you know, and this is the man, this is what I'm going to put into the world. And all I see is, you know, the, this humble, hardworking, dedicated, dialed in human being, which is such a big piece. Oh. We lost him. I'm I'm here. Oh, you're here. Okay, good. I Thank you, guys. Sorry about okay. that. There we go. Yeah. Oh, you know, all, all I see is that kind of human being. So let, let me ask you a question. And I'm also curious. When did that change for you?
1: You know, it's kind of, it's a difficult question. And I, um, it's almost, I mean, it's almost like my, my wife asking, you know, when did you know I was the one? Yeah. It, it's it's a very I mean some people have the answer to that question and I started you know um, I stopped trying to answer it um, it's just like you know there was no event there was no um, that I could that I could point out for me there was no event it's been a progression of life and a progression of you allowing yourself to change um, and allowing yourself to become a different person Um, and me and my wife talk about this all the time and you know if you're young and you're about to get married you have to embrace the fact that the people say all the time like well I'm 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 getting divorced because you changed well yeah that's supposed to freaking happen okay if you are the same person at 43 that you were at 23 there is a a problem with the system, okay? So, you know, I I don't think that there was a point where something changed. I cannot think of a definitive life-defining moment. I can think um, that there have been points along the way, people that I've encountered, where progressively I changed into a different person and I learned to be just comfortable with myself and comfortable with other people other people um so yeah I can't think of a definitive spot Jonathan it's just really the progression of life and having and experiencing certain things along the way and saying you know what and, and allowing yourself to be reflective and saying hey you know what maybe I'm not maybe I'm wrong about something. Maybe my ideas are wrong about something. Um, And just allowing yourself to kind of morph um, into a person with a different understanding about things.
0: I, you know, I I love that. And I kind of want to rephrase the way I I stated it, because I I agree with you on that. You, You know, sometimes it's not just one defining moment. In some cases, it is right. But for the most part, it's a bunch of different little moments that that turn into you know who you are today and i can say the same for myself but what i will say and i will ask you the same question i i've always had a a idea of the man i wanted to be if that makes sense where i told myself and i remember thinking about it when i was very young too you know i remember even thinking to myself how much money i wanted to make by a certain age i remember thinking i wanted to be married by this time And I remember thinking, like, I I know the man I want to become. And I've asked women that question before. You know, have you thought about even, you know, the woman you want to be down the road? And some of them have also told me the same thing. Of course they have. And so I'll, I'll switch the question up a little bit and ask you that instead. Did you have an idea or depiction of the man that you believed you wanted to become? And were you kind of pushing towards those goals consistently?
1: Yeah, now that's a great great question and I would encourage anyone to um if if you've decided that you want to become someone or the, the image of what you want to be. And and I can also tell anyone if you look around you it's been listen people have said this a million times but it is absolutely true. If you look at your five closest friends, your associations, that is literally you will become a hundred percent it's it's i don't i look at listen i'm mean I'm, I'm 40 i'm 42 years old now and i tried to buck against that system every single time because i had friends that were like just idiots um knuckleheads um and now fortunately some of those friends have evolved over time with me so you know um I had friends and I would be like, well, I'm not going to be like that person. Not just because they do that doesn't mean that I I'm going to do that. Listen, if you look around, you at your five friends. Look at um, the people that you're associating with the people that you're choosing to spend time with. You know, that is who you will become. That's the path that you're going down Um, in your life. You need to be around people who are growing and who are endeavoring to grow and people who are having ideas about the future and, um, you know, people who are building something for their lives and something that will outlive their lives. You need to have people in your life that are actually doing that and spend time with those people. I'm grateful now at this point in my life that, you know, I have people who are Most of the times, in you know, if I take up like you know my my top five associates or my top five people that I spend time with outside of my family, and that's the other thing, John. You people have to realize that when you get kids and you have a wife and you have a business that you're running, the time that you spend outside of those things it better freaking be worth it because you don't have time for people to waste your time. You know, I mean. My brother asked me the other day, like, hey, man, when are we going to play John Madden again? And I'm like, you know, it's been about two years um, and I'm not missing it because I (laughs) just don't have time. Um, Although I enjoyed it. I just don't have time. But I'll I'll say, you know, you really have to take an inventory of the people in your life. And I say that they are protons, neutrons and electrons. Um, And if you have a bunch of neutrons um, in your life, I would say... You know, you really have to limit them. And I'm not saying get rid of people who are going through struggles and stuff like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you cannot have five people who are electrons, people who take away from your life. You can't. And you saying, hey, I'm going to bring them up to where I am. I'm going to pull them along to where I am. That system does not work. I have room in my life for about one or two max electrons because I need the proton protons to pull me along further than I'm pulling the electrons. So I would say you have to take an inventory of consistent inventory of people in your life and say, Hey, who, when these people feed in or they uh, pour into my life, when they, when they, when I, when they talk, do I get inspired? Am I, am I, am I, Am I encouraged to look beyond my situation to where they are going? Um, When they call me up, are they saying, Hey man, I had this thought and I want to know what you think. your thoughts are about it. Um, Are they, are they having ideas that propel you and challenge you to look at life differently and even look at your business differently and look at your relationship differently? Are they challenging your thoughts and pushing you to a different level? If they are not, then you really have to take a different assessment of uh, really your relationships in life.
0: I, I love that, and we're we're pressing close on time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with uh, with this. I ask you, I'm gonna tell a quick story, and then I'm gonna ask you one last question. And and I think you're, I mean, you're dialed in right now. You got me dialed in. I won't lie to you. You got me all hyped up. Um, and to to your point about that story, I was just talking to, to people about this. So when I turned uh, 22, I started making you know a lot of mo- a lot of money. Thank God at that age, um, I was making about three hundred thousand dollars by 22 years old, and I didn't go to college. You know, I dropped out, and I remember being so excited. But the thing I was most excited for was to, to be in front of my friends, right? Like a loser, and I I was so happy, and I was going to the booths, and I was going to the clubs, and picking up the tabs, and getting the booths, and having all this fun. I'm the man. Look at me. I'm the man. I'm the man. Spending all this money thinking I'm sweet. And I'll never forget, I'll never ever forget my mentor walks up to me. God rest his soul, he passed away about four or five years ago now. He walks up to me, he goes, um, John, how you doing? I said, good, good. And it's about three years into my career, I'm about 25 now. And he says, uh, talk to me about you know what you're doing outside of work, your friends, this and that. So I'm telling him all these stories, all the fun I'm having. And I'm telling him I'm going out with my friends. And I'm telling him how like I'm bored and, and you know I, I got to do more and I can accomplish more. And he looks at me and he goes huh, you're bored and you want to accomplish more, yet you're still hanging out with all those kids from the before. And I said, yeah, what's the problem? He says, it sounds like to me you're afraid to grow. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm afraid to grow. He's like, well, it looks like you want to be the big shot in the room. And I said, well, that's, that's not true. That's not, that's not true at all. That's not what I said. I just want to have fun. He's like, no, fun is fine. Fun is fine. But who's mentoring you? Who's bringing you up? Because it sounds like to me you're going down to everybody else's level. And man, that that sat there. I remember being so pissed at him, and I looked at him and I said, "You don't know what the hell you're talking about." You know, I was so frustrated. And then I said, "What do you mean, man?" And he's like, "You got to find more mentors." And I looked at him and I said, "Well, I need help." And he, "Okay, you could start with me." And I'll never forget. That's kind of where it started. And I latched onto him because I started so much, learning so much more about life. And then I remember I was like, okay, I learned so much from this guy. Let me find someone else in that same kind of echelon that I can learn from. And now I'm learning all these extra things that it's not, forget everything else, right? I'm not the guy that's everyone's looking up to anymore. I'm looking up to these guys, and that's what you need in your life. And if you have people that are willing to share and give you that, you're out of your mind if you turn that away. For anybody that's listening, you are out of your mind to turn that away. Find somebody, Absolutely. I promise you. There are so many good people out there. You just have to look. Look how you and I connected, man. That was very quick. Couple conversations. More than happy to help. There are people out there that are willing to help you, but go find it and don't make excuses. Don't be like me. Don't be like anybody else that's making excuses. Go online. Go find someone. They're willing to help you. I promise you. And I'll leave it at that. And Major, I'm going to ask you one last question, sir, before I, I get you out of here. I know it's bright and early for you. Two years in. Uh, to your industry, you're in the, you're in the mortgage industry, you have obviously are building an incredible business for yourself. You moved, obviously, into Texas, so you've even changed your business the last two years, but you've found so much success. I want you to just give us two, three pieces of advice about discipline and consistency.
1: Well, um, I will start by saying um, uh, successful people do consistently. What unsuccessful people do occasionally. Ooh. So you really have to have a plan for what you're doing. Um, and you have to be in the uh, in the in the business of writing things down. You cannot just have ideas in your head and make them come to life. I actually, and it's really inexpensive I actually, I uh, bought this, I think I paid 20 bucks for this uh, vinyl that goes on the wall and you stick it on the wall. It's kind of like, a, um, sorry about the noise. My kids are up now. Um, you know, uh, you have a vinyl uh, on the, on the wall and you, you stick it on the wall and it, it really costs like 20 bucks or something like that. You get it from Amazon. And it's like a dry erase marker. And I put this up and I started, I write down stuff. I write down diagrams. I'm going to give you a secret to my business
0: okay, I'm in. Uh,
1: <laughs> for all the new guys out there. Um, I, the secret to my business has always been to get to the broker, the real estate broker. Um, I, I have business relationships with real estate agents. The goal is to get to the broker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I am going to find some way to go to a happy hour or an event or something where the broker is or friend them on facebook that real estate agent uh that i work with and i keep my relationship with that real estate agent help them grow and everything but that real estate agent is a mm, sort of a gateway to the broker Mm -hmm. who has multiple agents that they uh they're training and my goal is to help them train those people And that's been a secret to my business and so on my board if i start working with a new agent i will write their name know what uh company they're a part of and then i start drawing a diagram okay this person is their team leader this person is their uh their broker um and i draw this out but this broker i mean i i will draw this broker has you know 30 other people that they're mentoring and all this stuff so i visualize that and i keep that ahead of me um so that is a, a, a nugget to uh, to how I built my business um, and how I built the, the business that I have, which is very, I mean, God's blessed me tremendously um, in a in a short amount of time. And I don't have, um, I, I understand that, but I will say, you know, the, you have to be disciplined about those things and writing things down mm-hmm. and following through on those things um, and having checklists um and stuff you have to do that's why i start my day every day every morning with writing stuff down and at night i will review my checklist and and see what did i do okay how did i do did i did i let the urgent overshadow the important because in the morning i realized that this stuff was important before the fire started coming this was important how did i do managing my life or did I let other situations come along and manage my life sometimes you do have those days where other situations manage your life but you have to be in a position where you manage your life more than situations
0: man major you dropped a bunch of nuggets today man I I, especially this damn early in the morning I appreciate you that's only one cup of coffee deep I don't know what the hell happens after two Um, listen man one of the things you said and I'm, I'm, I'm we're gonna end here you know, God, God has blessed him. Um, he really has. This is a an amazing, amazing human being. But there's there's one thing that he's done. Even though God's blessed him, God, God blesses a lot of people. But to execute is on you. God's not going to make you execute. God will give you the opportunity. God will put it in front of you. Now you choose to ignore it or to do something with it. And this man has chosen to do something with it. And hopefully you learn something because I know my ass has, especially five, four, three, two, one. I love that very much, and I'm very grateful for you sharing that. And I'm going to execute. So my challenge to everybody here is start waking up early, start executing more, start being more consistent, and I promise you, things will work out. And if you ever want to reach out, just reach out to myself, reach out to Major. There's people out there willing to help you. This is the Early Birds Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Haddad. Our special guest, Major Singleton. We appreciate you guys, and that is a wrap. Take care. Take care.